0: I'm Ray Coob.
1: I'm Marcus Goldman.
0: And this is Bent News. When you need to know...
1: Get bent.
0: Did you know that J.J. Abrams was working on a series about YouTube for Netflix?
1: I had read about that somewhere, but I had not followed up yet because it was only a little bit of a blurb that I saw. But there's a lot more information now about this. It looks pretty interesting.
0: It's coming And it's real. We don't know when, but we do know that they've hired Anthony McCartan, who is kind of a go-to guy for biopics. He wrote The Darkest Hour, all about Churchill.
2: We must negotiate these talks. When will the lesson be learned? You cannot reason with a tiger when your head is in its
0: mouth. The two popes, legendarily, and was involved... In one of the most controversial biopics ever, even though it was the most successful in recent history, Bohemian Rhapsody, he was involved in that process.
2: I have an announcement. One of the AR men from EMI saw us recording, gave our demo to John Reed. He looks after Elton John. <laughs> Mr. Reed wants to meet us and possibly even manage us. Oh, shut <laughs> up.
1: That guy's got quite a pedigree, and it will make for an interesting look at you, too.
0: According to reports by Consequence TV, the series is in early stages of production. No storyline has been announced, but we kind of know the (laughs) storyline. And until now, U2's involvement has been kind of kept under wraps.
1: Why would they keep that under wraps?
0: I don't know, but the wraps are off, and now the anticipation begins.
1: And the rumors will fly.
0: Marcus, over the last couple years, we've seen a lot of tour cancellations and reschedulings and stuff for mostly COVID reasons. But Greta Van Fleet have postponed the series of their upcoming U.S. shows for a non-COVID reason.
1: Yes, guitarist Jake Kiska was hospitalized with pneumonia, and it was severe enough to where the doctor recommended that they postpone the rest of this leg of their United States tour Rival Sons on that bill, as well as the Velveteers, which is a bummer because those are a couple of really solid bands as well, and that was going to be a fun night of rock and roll. I was looking forward to seeing April 1st in Atlantic City, and of course, we wish Jake well, and they're in the process of rescheduling those dates for the fall.
0: When pneumonia hits you hard, Marcus, it could kill you, so I'm glad to see they're taking that step because even though they're young guys, gotta protect your health speaking of guys who are good at protecting their health at this stage of the game aerosmith who've said according to brad whitford that they'll probably never tour again are going to start playing again the resumption of their deuces are
1: wild residency in vegas marcus there are going to be 24 dates of this residency. June of 2022, July of 2022, September of 2022, and October of 2022 are when the dates are. And they're going to be performing at a venue called Dolby Live at Park MGM. The first date is Friday, June 17th.
0: I'm glad to see they're doing this, Marcus. It's kind of like an indicator in the post-COVID you know, time that we're starting to try to gauge and the fact that they're going back to play is also a sign that Vegas is starting to get back to open.
1: Absolutely and I think they all know as we've seen and heard Brad Whitford say during the pandemic that they know they're at the uh, end of their careers and things are rolling down but they still are having a lot of fun playing so instead of the rigors of the road, they're hunkering down in Vegas and doing a bunch of dates for a long period of time so that people who still want to enjoy their music can enjoy their music.
0: Starting Friday, June 17th. Here's one from our Taking Things to an Unhealthy Excess Department. The Foo Fighters, who just did the Studio 666 movie, Marcus, are now getting ready to release the companion EP. It's a metal EP based on the note that they discover in the movie when they lock themselves away because they have writer's block and all that. It's called Dream Widow, and it's digitally released March 25th. Oh, my, Dave. Thanks for going too far.
1: (laughs) I still haven't seen the movie yet, but it is available on streaming services now as well as the movie theater.
0: The whole thing is they move into this creepy-looking house, and they find the note, and it's on a tape from a band that died like a million years ago. That's crazy stuff, right? Yes. And go see it, because I understand it's a real good movie if you want to go see that kind of a Rob Zombie kind of scared the shit out of me in broad daylight kind of movie.
1: And I'm sure there are a lot of F-bombs in it, as we all know Dave's favorite word is the F-word.
0: What, fudge?
1: Yes, fudge. Fun. Fun. (laughs)
0: Our next episode, out Monday the 31st, Marcus, is from a band whose lead singer loves the
2: F-word. Come closer, please. I've something to tell you. Ladies and gentlemen, how do you do? This is Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath,
0: the Aussie years on The Imbalance History. This is a fun episode. And we really get into those eight albums with Ozzy and everything that was going on in there.
1: Yeah, I learned a lot during the preparation for this episode, and it was a lot of fun. I love their music, but I didn't know a lot of the little details. And I'm excited for this uh, episode to be released.
0: Monday on the Pantheon Podcast Network and anywhere you get your podcasts. That's it for now. I'm Ray Coop.
1: I'm Marcus Goldman.
0: This is Bent News, when you need to know, get get bent. April is Punk Rock Month on the Imbalance History of Rock and Roll. So, I mean, he really had embraced the music business and scene in New York prior to opening Hillies and certainly prior to opening CBGB.
1: Yes, one of his big strengths was being able to book bands. You mentioned Miles Davis. I'm sure he booked many other legendary jazz greats. He booked Zeppelin and The Doors and other bands Mm -hmm. in the East Coast and clubs. So this guy knew exactly what he was doing. He knew how to do it, and he was really good at it. And it's obvious that the bands really liked him and really trusted him. Yes.
2: Punk Rock Month
0: is coming. Now, let's tie some things together here. All right? Sterling Morrison, member of the Velvet Underground, met Lou, but he wasn't going to Syracuse. He was visiting Jim Tucker, who's the older brother of Velvet drummer Mo Tucker. See how this all comes together?
1: It's kind of weird because the guys up there visiting... Mo Tucker's older brother, how does he run into Lou? Are they talking at that little pub, having a brew? You know, do they run into each other in the commons, like bump into each other? Hey, hey, ooh, hey, whoops. Punk rock moment is coming.
0: All I can tell you is that when I started looking into this, I would have never thought that this would be one of those nuggets that I would find. When he was writing Anarchy in the UK, Johnny Lydon says he hated the rhyme scheme because nothing rhymes with Antichrist. <laughs> and I almost, like, passed coffee through my nose when I read <laughs> that one before. <laughs> so,
1: are you fucking
0: me, too? Punk Rock Mother is coming.
2: It's NFL Draft Season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football